the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K Show. It is Friday. We're going to have some fun on tonight's show, but it is not because it's not just Friday. We are actually going into a long, fantastic holiday weekend. My favorite, favorite, favorite holiday. I can never get enough of Christmas. I'm like a kid every year when it rolls around. I would do Christmas year-round if I could. Yeah, I'm one of those people. But if you're feeling like a Scrooge, you stay tuned because we're going to tell you how you can defeat your inner Scrooge with a fabulous guest who's going to be here, Renee Baker, a little bit later in the show. I've got a question for you guys. We're going to get to the hot topics. We are T-minus three hours counting down to a partial. And I'm not referring to a, you know, uh, a, a partial haircut or a, a, it, kind of in a sense. It's it's a haircut. It's it's going to be a partial shutdown. So basically, we're on a countdown to, to nothing. We're going to but we're going to talk about it because it is in the news. We're also going to talk about my man, Gerard Lamero is going to be back. Fan favorite of the show. He's he's got a recent blog post out about what conservatives can and what they should be doing in the next year to push back against the liberals and reclaim ground that has been taken. So you definitely want to stay tuned for Gerard. And then we've got Brian Maloney is going to be back with Red Wave America. They're going to be talking about some news out of SCOTUS. Are we countdown to RBG throwing down her robe? We're also going to continue the discussion about General Mattis. We talked about him on last night's show. We had John Zmerich from the stream on who had some very serious concerns from a military standpoint, a national security standpoint, as well as he was kind of agreeing a little bit with Mattis on the treatment of allies. But I kind of came across an article about Mattis that made me think that, you know, he's a mad dog that might have been a little rabid in some areas, a little bit off his rocker, actually, when it comes to rules of engagement. So I'm going to talk about that with Brian Maloney. So you're welcome to call in and talk about any of those topics. Or, you know, one of the questions that I love to pose to people every time this year that just gives me no end of enjoyment because I'm just this kind of person is I would love to know, like, what's the worst Christmas present you've ever received? Me, who loves Christmas, I cannot recall ever getting a present that I didn't like because I just love getting presents. And I've got two right here because... My Santa, who has orange-stained fingers from eating Cheez-Its, brought me in a couple of gifts tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got to say hi to him. It's DJ Carrot Sticks. Guess what? What? We're saying Merry Christmas again. Okay! 
No, that's not Adam Sandler. That's a dude who was actually trying to sing, right? DJ Kara Sticks? Yeah, he really thought he was singing good when he recorded that. That's the worst version of Holy Night. <laughs> and that's one song that Facebook isn't going to mind if it gets it gets played within my show tonight. Do you have a worst present story? Well, I run kind of hot. And so the worst gift I ever got was really thick wool socks. Yeah. Okay. Had they never met you before? It was a relative. It was around. Okay. Well, usually when people tell me the worst gift they ever got, it is clothing related. In fact, I don't remember a worse gift for myself because, like I said, as, if, as long as it's wrapped or stuffed in a stocking, I'm thrilled to get it. I mean, I love and I love my stuffing, my stocking to be stuffed with all kinds of stuff from lips. Uh, moisturizer to fruit. I don't care what it is in a stocking, a wad of tissues. I'm happy, right? But my sister still, to this day, can't get over a gift. I'm going to give you all a little hint. Uh, don't let a, a colored blind Marine buy your teenage daughter's clothes for Christmas. Okay. He thought it was, he thought he was so clever. He got her this one outfit that had like five different pieces that could be worn and all these that was like interchangeable. It was almost like a Swiss army knife of, of an outfit. Was it cross colors? <laughs> it, it was orange too to make it worse. It was the ugliest outfit. Like she was going to basically wear the same clothes every day, five days a week because it had different, different incarnations and he was so proud of it. Bless what it was like heart. you could put like, a collar on it or oh yeah it was inter- yeah it was interchangeable it was <laughs> but the sickest thing is is my mother let him buy it she wasn't any better sister still hasn't gotten over that one so anyway if you've got a um story of your worst gift dj uh, potato skins might have a bad gift story he might want to chime in with a little bit later on the show but i had to open with a laugh because i was so angry today seeing the insanity that is going on and and i'm not even talking about the insanity of the republicans and the democrats in congress today i'm talking about the insanity on the part of the american people that no matter what information is given to them about the truth of government shutdowns, the fact that it is a partial shutdown, the fact that every federal employee will get paid, the fact that every federal employee going into this holiday has already been paid up to date. So they are not sitting here with no money to buy Christmas presents. This, the, there are, it's nothing but lies. And no matter how many people I explain this to today on Twitter, my mother worked at Justice. She worked at Interior. She worked at... Labor. She worked at Veterans Affairs, and that was after she left being a Marine, working at the Department of Defense. Same thing for my dad. Uh, let's see. Between growing up with the daughter of a military as well as a civil servant who worked for the federal government, we made it through shutdowns with Carter, Reagan, Clinton. And let me tell you, we never missed a meal. We never, we never had a birthday gift or, or Christmas gift that wasn't purchased. We never went without a dime. My mother and father never went without getting the paycheck, and they still don't because somebody else came back to me today and said, well, they used to work for the federal government, used to be in the military. Well, guess what? That's where their pensions come from. That's where their retirement pay comes from, and you know what? Well, my dad's passed away now, but mama's still collecting. This is the hysteria that continues to be perpetrated out there is a huge part of the problem. But, oh, by the way, if you are so hysterical – over a partial shutdown, over Cabrillo Monument, Cabrillo Monument in Point Loma. You're not going to be able to go down in, in the bad weather we're going to have this weekend and look through the, you know, the telescopes out, you know, across 
the water at Coronado, if you're that hysterical over it, then get on the phone right now and call your Democrat senators and tell them to vote for the five billion dollars. Because maybe you don't, maybe in addition to you not bothering to do research to understand what happens with a, with a shutdown, which isn't even really a shutdown and people do get paid, maybe you're too lazy to bother to Google and figure out that we are spending upwards of close to $2 billion a year on illegals. $5 billion for a wall is nothing, particularly since we have a $4 trillion a year budget. This ain't about the money. The Democrats don't want the wall because it works. That's why they want to spend $200 billion a year to keep the borders open. Because that's what they're paying for the votes. That's how you need to look at it. The Democrats want to spend $200 billion billion a year to import more Democrat voters. And those voters, by the way, the reason why it costs that much is because those voters that they're bringing in here can't support themselves. And right now, when we're looking at Venezuela going under, you need, to, you need to also Google socialism and Marxism and realize what's coming down the road with this and why this is absolutely critical that we seal our border. Later on the show, we've got Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week. And uh, nominee for Hero of the Week is I'm going to play a clip for you from Wolf Blitzer because I think this was Stephen Miller. And, it, you know, it, what he said to Wolf Blitzer should have been said by every Republican today and yesterday. The Are you talking to Democrats right now to come up with a compromise well, what before I, what, midnight tomorrow night? The Democrats, all they need to do is support border security and the government will be funded. But that, that, that the barrier that we're support, talking about uh, Stephen, is the what Democrats, the Border Patrol The Democrats wants. support border security. They don't support $5 billion for could you, could, could you identify, Wolf, for me, some of the kinds of border security you're saying the Democrats the are Democrats all support? say they support border security. <laughs> like, like what? Where they, they, don't, well, where they, they disagree respect, with you. They voted against Kate's law. They voted against ending sanctuary cities. They voted against deporting MS-13 gang members. They voted against deporting violent criminals. They voted time and time again against a physical border wall to stop illegal entry. I mean, wh- where is the evidence that you keep asserting they're for border security? They haven't been. They oppose closing loopholes for asylum that... that Flood our system with meritless claims. I I, I want to move on to another sensitive issue. Yeah, I just bet you do want to move on, Wolf Blitzer. Because you just got destroyed on national TV. And and he also destroyed the Democrats in those comments. And shame on the Republicans and the Republican Party that did not vote today to exercise the nuclear option to do the will of the people and secure our nation. And that was Jeff Flake, Lamar Alexander, and Orrin Hatch. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to pick up this conversation on the other side. We've got Gerard Lamero is going to be here. He, you know, he loves to bring the good news, and he is still optimistic about what conservatives can do to win ground back from the crazy leftists that want to give our nation away so that they can turn it into their socialist utopia. Stay tuned. We're Andrea K. Show coming up. Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. 
Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. Would you give up precious family memories this Christmas with your kids and go to Afghanistan or the Sudan to serve our nation? Thousands of American women and men won't be home. They have proudly answered our nation's call. Many have been on seven, eight, even ten tours of duty. And sadly, as we all get very busy heading into our holidays, these brave men and women are all but forgotten. Most people making plans to enjoy their upcoming Christmas won't even think of the freedoms we all enjoy every day that others fought and died for, which allow us to sleep safely in our own homes every night. Won't you call in? Won't you help out or give online? Care packs are ready to go to our armed forces overseas. Call in, dictate a greeting, and the number of care packs you would like to send. Your gift of $100 sends four care packs to a serviceman or woman who won't be with their family this Christmas. And each $100 donation will send you a $20 gift card to Richard Walker's Pancake House. Go to the phone right now and help out. 855, the number 7, and the word troops. Or give online at theanswersandiego.com. This report is sponsored by the Word on Wealth Financial Network. Here's the Word on Wealth, a retirement update from five-star wealth manager, certified financial planner, Marty Schneider, the retirement professor. Greetings, friends, and welcome to this edition of the Word on Wealth. Marty Schneider here. You know, one of the great challenges that prospective pre-retirees have is the allocation of their funds. So after some study and some time, Wells Fargo started the very first of what has come to be known as the target date funds, where people could select a particular fund inside their 401k based on what has now become to known as their glide path. So if you are intending to retire in the next five years, you might buy a target fund 2020 or 2025. Call me for your retirement planning consultation. 800-727-PLAN is my office number here in Mission Valley. 800-727-7526. You can also go to my website, theretirementprofessor.com. That's it for this edition of The Word on Wealth. I am the retirement professor, Marty Schneider. I'll be back with you right here on these very same Salem Network Stations. Don't you wish you could choose your own monthly mortgage payments? If you're 62 years or older and have sufficient equity or own your home free and clear, a reverse mortgage loan may be the most powerful tool for your financial planning. With your current mortgage, in case of any emergencies or business opportunities, you may not be in the best financial position to make a move. With a reverse mortgage, eliminate your mortgage payments and receive cash or a large line of credit. With a bigger down payment, you can even purchase a home with a reverse mortgage, which is much easier to qualify for since there are 
are no mortgage payments. Sometimes you can even qualify with just your Social Security income. To learn more, visit our website at aramco.biz, where you can ask questions, request more information, or sign up for our next workshop. Call Aramco at 866-600-1130. That's 866-600-1130. Or visit aramco.biz. Aramco. Purchase, refinance, reverse. DRE 01853626. NMLS 27716. Not all borrowers qualify. FM 96.1. AM 1170. The answer. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea K on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to the Andrea K Show. Merry Christmas. I can't say it enough. Uh, before the break, I was talking about the uh, countdown to the shut partial because it's not really going to be a shutdown. Uh, update on the, oh, and then we also might pose the question out there, and I see DJ uh, Potato Skins is, is in the booth as well. Um, is there, what, what's, what's, what do you remember is like the worst Christmas gift you've ever gotten? And of course I want to hear like the the most hideous story possible. And that's actually going to, how I'm going to lead my next guest into the interview. It's Gerard Lamero. Hey Gerard, welcome back to the show. Hi, it's great to be back with you. Okay, now usually you're here to bring great news, and you're going to discuss uh, a recent blog post, your ideas for how conservatives can help America in 2019. But before I get to that, mister, you got to tell me if you if there was one really rotten Christmas gift you ever got that you remember. Oh, gosh. Probably had quite a few. Yeah? <laughs> ugly sweater. <laughs> well, well, that hopefully you kept on that because now that's like the hot thing to wear to parties, right? The ugly sweater. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I don't know. I probably buried it. It's probably buried in the basement <laughs> somewhere where I would never have to see it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's usually clothing items that people are not happy with. Um, you know, Well, it, that's because individual taste is so different. Right. Yeah, and then, of course, women don't like when they get an appliance except me. I mean, I'm happy to get some appliance, especially if it involves cooking. I mean, I'll, I'll take I'll take a kitchen appliance any day of the week. So, you know, send the, send those my way. By the way, all right. So okay. <laughs> you've got yeah, you've got your blog post. How conservatives can help America in 2019? Yeah. Well, I'm I'm hoping we can do something because when we're looking at this border mess situation, I mean, five years ago, as Ronna McDaniel, I think is her name, the head of the RNC now, five years ago. All the Democrats voted to fund $46 billion in border security, including uh, 700 miles of fencing. So now we're at a place in this country where the Democrats are refusing to fund. They don't even want to fund $5 billion. They want open borders. They want to abolish ICE. And, uh, you know, we can't. And we've got judges now trying to stop the Trump administration from some common sense asylum laws. I mean, so, I mean, conservatives right now, Gerard, are, are thinking that we're done and that there's nothing we can do. Well, I'm here to give you great news for Christmas because I am completely optimistic. I am looking beyond the headlines. I'm looking beyond a lot of the antics in Washington, and I see things going in our direction, although it's still going to take time to work through this mess because there's a mess that's created by the left and by the Democrats. And that I will totally agree that things are looking bad in many ways, but they're not. They're actually quite good for a lot of good reasons. And the more they read of what I write, hopefully they'll pick up some of them because it's hard for me to get them all on air in, in a short segment and that. But basically um, the thing, for example, about uh, the House and the Senate and the fact the House has gone 
uh, left, you know what, I've gone and did a, an in-depth debrief of lots of elections all across the country. And what I found was that 49 anti-Trump establishment Republicans lost. And they will lost in different ways. Some of them actually resigned. Some of them retired. Uh, but they're not coming back. Tw uh, 49 total uh, uh, rhinos are not coming back on January 3rd. And believe it or not, even though the House flipped over to the Democratic side, what shocked me in the numbers was there are 31 new people coming to the House that are going to actually support Trump. He did great in this election, even though he lost the House. It was the only way the voters could see to get rid of the incumbent Republicans was let them lose and not support them. But all those that have flipped over to the Democrat side are going to flip back in 2020 when Trump won, wins re-election. And I think we're going to be really solidly conservative for the first time in January 2021, after the 2020 election. I think everything is actually looking great. If you look at the in-depth data from all sorts of sources, and it's actually good, but we're going to hear all sorts of negative headlines because that's all the news media knows how to project, and uh, it's a lot of baloney. The House is not going to be able to pass one socialist, stupid legislative package at all. And if they did pass it, the Senate is going to be more conservative. They're not going to support it. And even if the, the Senate goes awry, guess what? We've got a president who's, who's going to veto it. So the, the House is going to do nothing except try to keep Trump from getting reelected. They'll probably try to impeach him. They will criticize him every day. They're going to start over... 80 different investigations of the Trump administration. They'll have fun saying negative things and standing, you know, in front of NBC cameras and CNN cameras. And I say, let them have fun, because all they're doing is sowing the seeds for what's going to happen in 2020. And that's when we're finally going to win this battle completely. A House that's conservative, a Senate that's conservative, and a president that is a conservative populist. So I see all the news is good. And by the way, you notice the vote was five to four on asylum in the Supreme Court. Did you see who the vote was, the deciding vote? Oh, yeah, John Roberts. Court? John Roberts, who is basically an establishment rhino Republican. Yeah. And we now know his stripes. And guess what? Trump will be appointing Ruth Bader Ginsburg appointment, I predict, before 2020. Well, his, yeah, uh, his, I mean, re yeah. Her replacement. Yeah, uh, you know, she at 85, uh, you know, really, she's hanging in there out of spite because she's hoping that Trump's not going to be reelected. And it's really disgraceful because, you know, I, I, I don't agree with this lifetime appointment to the, to the Supreme Court. You know, uh, Wayne Allen Root, a friend of mine, posted on Twitter today a great point. You're forced to retire at 65 when you're in the military. When you're a, 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 a pilot, you're forced to retire at 65. We should not have 85 with major health issues. You're not, you're not it, it of the, the proper capacity, in my opinion, in this nation. I, and I know that I, we, I guess we can't change the fact that there are lifetime appointments. I think that that was a mistake, and it was probably at a time when the average life expectancy was 40 or 50. You know, we didn't have people living to 100 because right. we didn't have this kind of medical technology but whether it's you know, whether she, I, I don't think that she's got the grace to. I'm going to say today it's fashionable to wish her well today. No, 
you're 85 years old. I, most, I don't, I don't know. A lot of do- if she was an average citizen, a lot of doctors probably would have not even done the surgery because it's too risky at 85 to even go under the knife and, and have this kind of procedure done. I don't think that she's going I, to to retire, yeah. but it's not going to be be long. And then I think uh, wasn't it Kennedy also signaling? Although Kennedy's is is kind of a swing vote, but I think that there was somebody else. I think that they're thinking. Briar. Briar. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So he may be. Well, I, he may actually have two. My uh, prediction in 2015 was that Ruth Bader Ginsburg was going to be going in this first term of whoever got elected. At that time, I didn't know it would be Trump for sure in, in mm-hmm. earlier in 2015, 15, yeah. a year before the election. But I do think that she will be going. And I know she wants to stay as long as she can and hope that uh, Hillary Clinton get, or someone like that gets elected. But guess what? Yeah. That's not happening. No. And I don't think she's going to last out Trump. I don't even think she's going to last out through his first term. I think yeah. he'll be appointing another one. And then basically John Roberts, the establishment Republican, will get outvoted. And his his uh, I, I read his statement, you know, on, back on Obamacare. That was the most ludicrous uh, uh, interpretation of a law I've heard, and and he just basically wanted to keep Obamacare alive, and he did by one vote, and that was a big, big bad thing for America. It really yeah, hurt our healthcare system. It did, and it's frustrating for me when I see something like this happen, and immediately conservatives say, "Oh, he's being blackmailed." They want to give him a pass. They want to come up with some explanation that justifies him throwing the country under the bus. This was a man, and that's he's he's an establishment. Rhino, exactly what you said. He was appointed by an establishment rhino, which was uh, W. And, you know, so he's he's performing, you know, perfectly fine for the establishment wing. But this was a man who said they they said up front before they would even hear the case of Obamacare. They declared that it was not a tax because you can't hear cases on taxes when it hasn't gone into effect yet. So for the purposes of hearing the case, they said it wasn't a tax that there. Therefore, they were willing to listen to the arguments for him. Then he turns right around and says, well, yeah, this is constitutional because the government has the right to tax and it's a tax. So, I mean, even there's there's no other way. It was absolutely ludicrous. It was a knife in the back of all Americans. And, um, you know, he needs he needs to have be permanently marginalized. And how he ever even got to be chief justice is also beyond me. Well, as Trump, as Trump continues to make conservative, constitutional conservative appointments in the Supreme Court, Roberts will be considered part of the liberal wing mm-hmm. and the conservatives are going to dominate. They're going to have five votes, right? The next one, they're going to have their fifth vote. And I think it's coming much sooner than most people think. And I'm looking forward to it probably next year. Well, I was disappointed with Kavanaugh when he ruled to uphold the lower court's ruling and didn't hear and didn't and voted against the SCOTUS hearing the case coming out of, I, I can't remember if it was Mississippi or Alabama, in which they cut, it involved Louisiana. There was three states to where basically the states decided they weren't going to dedicate, were not going to give Medicaid funds to Planned Parenthood, and individuals filed a lawsuit against it. Well, to me, that's a state's rights issue. So the, the individuals filed the lawsuit and said, no, you can't, you can't not give Medicaid funds to Planned Parenthood. It went up the chain. Uh, the individuals won. It got appealed. And then the higher court, the circuit courts, up, upheld the, the ruling. And there, as Thomas said, 
this is exactly what the Supreme Court is supposed to be about. That's, that's exactly the kind of case they're supposed to hear. It's basically a state's rights case. And the states have the yeah. right for, to, to do Medicaid spending. And Kavanaugh voted with the left to not hear the case. So I'm not sure that we, we really need two more justices because with Republicans, well, we only get it right half the time with our well, uh, actually, though, if, I looked at that case, too, in depth. And I actually think this may surprise you, but it actually is the most conservative possible uh, interpretation. The one thing about Brett Kavanaugh people don't realize is he doesn't necessarily he's he's constitutional conservative, no question. But he doesn't necessarily vote the way conservative policy folks like us, people that care about conservative policy, want him to vote because he tries to find the most conservative way to interpret things. And that was the most conservative way to interpret it, but it wasn't the right way. Right. And so that's that's kind of the he, he he will vote in the wrong direction once in a while because he's trying to actually twist it and set it up for the next case. And, you know, yeah. I mean, that's his style. But uh, we're still a whole lot better off with Brett Kavanaugh because he will give us the right answers 96 percent of the time. All right. Well, thank you. Well, I'm glad I talked about that with you because I'm feeling a little bit yeah. better. See, you always Gerard always makes us feel better, doesn't he? DJ Carrot Sticks. Always. Always. He's a gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, yeah, he's the Christmas gift that's year-round that keeps on giving. Gerard Lamero, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. Oh, I love being on. Merry Christmas to everybody. You, your staff, the radio station, and all those wonderful listeners in San Diego. All right. Thank you so much for your great news. And everybody, go to his website, Great News for America. All right. Now, stay tuned. We're going to come back. We're going to talk to Brian Maloney. We gotta get talk a little bit more about the wall and what's going on there, as well as Mad Dog. I wanna I wanna talk a little bit more about General Mattis because the media has just really, really um, gone off the rail. They've they've gone as off the rails about Mattis as they have about this border wall. Stay tuned, more Andrea K show coming up. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K show and like her Facebook page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. The goal of your small business is to make money. So why do you give so much of it to the IRS? The small business tax specialists at AB Areas offer proven, proactive, performance-driven strategies so you keep more of your hard-earned money and give less to the IRS. Call Al Arias at AB Arias Company, your small business tax specialists. 619-296-2123. 619-296-2123. Online at abariasco.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. On a typical autumn day in Afghanistan, it can be as cold as 30 degrees. As autumn turns to winter, it can reach as low as 15 degrees. It's rainy, windy, and miserable. But the men and women who serve our nation answer that call. They fight back those who want to harm us. They are our true American heroes. But sadly, many are all but forgotten. They're no longer receiving care packs and reminders of home. And when those in our armed forces receive your care packs, they'll tear up with joy that you took the time to remember their sacrifice. 
Call 855-7-TROOPS, 855-787-6677. Right now, to say thank you, for each $100 donation, you'll receive a $20 gift certificate for Richard Walker's Pancake House. That's 855-7-TROOPS, or give online at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Please join Move America Forward to send care packs full of premium coffee, jerky, cookies, personal care items, and more. Call 855-7-TROOPS, that's 855-7-TROOPS, or give online at the AnswerSanDiego.com. What's the scariest thing about going to the dentist? Opening your mouth or opening your wallet? Because just a simple cleaning can cost $150, and things like root canals can cost you hundreds more. If you don't have dental insurance to help, you should give Physicians Mutual Insurance Company a call. 1-800-709-3321. This isn't a discount plan or preventive-only coverage. This is real dental insurance that helps pay for checkups right away. So you can call today and get your teeth cleaned tomorrow. Plus, it helps cover the more expensive procedures you might need down the road. Fillings, crowns, bridges, even costly dentures. There's no deductible and no annual maximum. Your acceptance is guaranteed for one of these insurance policies, even if you're retired or on Medicare. Plus, you can choose any dentist you'd like. That's right, any dentist you want. Call and we'll rush you a free information kit with all the details. 1-800-709-3321. That's 1-800-709-3321. 1-800-709-3321. You've heard me talk about the rising cost of drug prices for the past few weeks. Far too many Americans are worried about the escalating costs of their life-saving prescriptions. And things are getting worse, not better. One drug maker has an unwelcome gift waiting for Americans in January. They plan on raising prices on 41 prescription drugs, some as high as 9 According to healthaffairs.org, it's the drug makers who are retaining almost 70 cents of every dollar in the pharmaceutical sector. 70 cents. And as the holiday season gears up and many of us are thinking about ways to give, many of us are also thinking about ways to fight back against these powerful drug makers. Fight their army of lobbyists in Washington, D.C. Americans overwhelmingly believe the system is rigged and are demanding accountability in drug pricing by using the free market. Congress must end the monopoly power of the big drug makers and stop them once and for all from overcharging the American people. Ad paid for by Citizens for Truth in Drug Pricing. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The Answer. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. This is the final Andrea K. Show before uh, Christmas. Hope you got all your Christmas shopping done. Hope you're in a in merry spirit. But if you have an inner Scrooge going on with you, stay tuned because coming up a little bit later in the show, we've got Renee Baker who's going to be here talking about how to defeat Scrooge, how to harness the power of Christmas uh, through carols to revive your spirit any time of the year. I could listen to Christmas music all year long, so I'm super excited to talk to Renee a little bit later in the show. But joining me now is Brian Maloney from Red Wave America and Stop the scalpings. Uh, here to talk about all the latest crazy that's going on. Hey, Brian, welcome back to the show. Hey, great to be back again. Okay, so uh, we are now two and a half hours, T minus two and a half hours till a partial shutdown, which doesn't really put any hurt on anybody. I know I lived through it growing up with a, with a mother who worked at, for the federal government and the military. Um, it's ridiculous, the hysteria and the fake news and the lies going around about it, but it's even worse that we're even at this point, that we're two years into a Republican presidency with two years now we've had Republican control of both House and the Senate. Yet here we are. 
well, we never should have been at this point. There's no question about that. There was two years to get that wall funded. So what was going on? And I think, and, and among many other issues that should have been dealt with over the last two years that weren't, and I think that the finger should be pointing at Paul Ryan, who was the chief obstructionist. I don't know who that guy was working for or what his real agenda was, but it wasn't being an effective leader of the Republican Party. So you had someone at the very top working to undermine the party from within. So we can't get rid of that guy fast enough. Yeah, and that's the guy who built, he built himself a big, fat, beautiful wall around his property. Well, but, of course. But, yeah. <laughs> One of the least trustworthy politicians I've ever seen slither around in the swamp. I mean, he is yeah. unreal. Yeah. Well, I tell you who who's neck and neck for him tonight. I heard um, as I was going uh, into the show tonight live that John Kasich has vetoed, speaking of spitting swamp dwellers, he has vetoed the heartbeat bill, saying that it was unconstitutional and that there was no point and that it was senseless to get, you know start some protracted lawsuit over something that was unconstitutional. I thought in the Constitution, in the Bill of Rights, we were granted the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. We are one of, what, three countries in the world, Brian, that kill babies in the womb after a heartbeat. Well, I think what you have going on right now is the Jeff Flake, John Kasich, uh, whatever wing of the party, seeing an opening to make all kinds of moves that they think the media will back them on and the media will back them on. So they're seizing what they think is an opportunity uh, to do a lot of things. So I think you're going to see a lot more of this in the coming weeks because as far as they're concerned, everything's going their way. I mean, Jeff Flake seriously thinks he should run for president. And Kasich, I mean, his books are, you know, they're in the remainder bin for a buck at the bookstore. <laughs> um, yeah, they are. I mean, you go into the yeah. Barnes & Noble and, you know, it's the last chance rack for for 99 cents for, for his last book. I mean, that, that's about how popular he is. So, um, you know, we're entering an unbelievable era politically. I mean, if you thought the last two years was something... Um, what we have right now, I can't believe we're just a few days from Christmas, and I've never seen the political cycle heat up like this in my life. Have you? No. Right before Christmas? No, no. It's, it's it, there is such a desperation on the part of the of the left to uh, there. There's a desperation, and but the, also at the same time. Uh, they really thought they had Trump. They really thought that they had crushed him, broken him, and humiliated him, and that he was in a heap. And when he stood back up and said, no, I'm not going to, you know, I, I think he had slowly over the past couple of years, I, I wouldn't say he was starting to give up, but I think he had gotten conditioned into kind of kicking it down the road a little bit. And I think that he right. was he was actually thinking, you know what, I, I, I'm just going to do an end around and go through the military. And then there was pushback on him. And, you know, he fired back up and is now doing the right thing because, you know, the left was smelling blood in the water. I'm using all kinds of mixed metaphors and bad analogies here tonight, but I think you know where I'm going with this. So now yeah. here we are. We're a couple hours away from the shutdown. How do you – there's supposedly negotiations going on right now. Uh, before we get into our next topic, how do you see it playing out? Well, I see – well, it could play out a few different ways. Um, as far as I'm concerned, I mean, Trump only has one path to take, uh, and, and that is to push ahead with this all the way through to the end. The shutdown, um, you, you know, the shutdown is just a question of how much of a media frenzy can be uh, 
stirred up here going into a holiday weekend, whereas you've pointed out it's really not going to affect many people, if at all. So it's more of a symbolic government shutdown. And even the media that would normally like to uh, scream, you know, uh, to the heavens about this have, have been saying it's a partial shutdown. So, I mean, when they're admitting that, um, you know, it, it just shows. So this is all about politics. It's all about symbolism uh, and style. And, I mean, you know, so it's just a question of who doesn't back down. And I think that the Republican base has said that this has to happen. And the Republican yeah. base is furious that in two years it didn't. Yeah. Yeah, and the Republican base understands that if it doesn't get done now, it never will, and this well, that's must happen. Exactly right? Yeah, it, and it, it never. It's this moment or never. And the fact that you know some of the uh, some of the members of Congress went home or whatever for you know, it's people have just had it. I mean, people in in this country are at a boiling point. I mean, there's just there's no other way to describe it. Mm-hmm. And these kinds of moments. Uh, just it's like you know people want to be getting ready for Christmas and wrapping presents and yet uh, look what you know look what we're all dealing with instead so it's infuriating yeah. to people it is and and it's inf- what's infuriating to me is the fact that all these liberals that that I'm encountering on Twitter are so angry at Trump if it, uh, that he would do this and put this hurt on the military families and stuff which is nonsense but it's like if you care so much about who you think is going to get hurt then pick up the phone and call these Democrat senators and tell them to do the right thing and vote for what the people want because five billion dollars out of a four trillion dollar budget is absolutely absolutely nothing. It's nonsense. Got to shift gears and, and talk to you a little bit about Mattis because yes. talking about the media, um, I, get, I had somebody on my show last night. I get that there are concerns that we're abandoning the Kurds again, that this may not be, you know, um, you know there are allies. They've done a lot of the heavy lifting. If we leave, it's going to leave them jeopardized. But then I heard some other generals today say that's not true. We've got air power. We've got other ways to support them. Um, so that's the Syria thing. In general, though, about Mattis, I started. I came across an article from PJ Media back in September that was all about his rules of engagement in Afghanistan and how President and his how his rules of engagement are basically, as one person wrote, uh, uh, another form of human sacrifice. That his rules of engagement, called Coin, actually are such that he is instructing and, and had our military in Afghanistan before. When you see a bad guy, before you shoot. Yes. Intentionally take your helmet off. Don't shoot. Intentionally increase the risk on the short term, as he said, and hopes that you can gain some peace on the on the other end. He was an Isla, he's an Islamist apologizer. We have well, Americans you, you, dying as a result of, of Mad yeah. Dog Mattis. Well, and you had that instance of the soldier shooting the uh, Taliban bomb maker and then being brought up on charges, which Trump has personally intervened in, but that's the kind of policy. So, you know, last night it was being portrayed as Mattis's uh, departure means the end of the Trump administration. But what kills me about this and why I was fit to be tied last night was watching people on the left who in any other circumstance would be marching in the streets screaming about bringing the troops home are mm-hmm. suddenly now war hawks uh, <laughs> who are screaming about how can you bring the troops home? You know, how can you do Really, I never thought in my lifetime I would see people on the left uh, screaming that the troops should stay in Syria and Afghanistan and a whole bunch of places around the world where we can't afford to have troops anymore. And, and the, other, the bigger thing here is that you've got to have, you know, if you're going to have a war, you've got to have an objective, a strategy, and an end date. 
And, you know, Trump had asked Mattis on multiple occasions, you know, what are, what are we doing in Afghanistan at this point? What's the yeah. strategy? What are we, you know, what are we hoping to achieve in Afghanistan? And there hasn't been an answer to that question for years. And on top years. of it, yeah, on top of it, in May 2011, an unclassified report from the U.S. Army came out and said that these that this program and training all of these Afghan soldiers as as the as these as the terrorist in Afghanistan told a woman who had been captured, there's no difference between Afghanistan Afghanis and Taliban. Taliban Taliban is Afghanistan. Right. Afghanistan is Taliban. Mattis refused to to change anything with the plan over there. His solution was for all these these Afghanis soldiers that we were training who were killing our men was that he was going to have the Afghan leaders do better vetting. Are you kidding me? The more right. I learn about really what was going on with Mad Dog, the more I say, hit the bricks, man. Go the way yeah. of Rex Tillerson. Absolutely true. Thank you for making such a great point. Uh, well, thank you for being here, Brian Maloney. I appreciate it. Red Wave My pleasure. America, you still got that going on Facebook? Yes, we do. Red Wave America on Facebook and also our group Stop the Scalpings, of course, with 110,000 members. Uh, and the media equalizer, we're busy, busy people. I bet you are. So I appreciate <laughs> your being here, Brian, and Merry Christmas. Thank you. You too. Merry Christmas. All right. Now, hey, stay- Kate, before we go to break, yeah. we have a special Christmas message. Oh, we do? This is Potato Claws here, wishing the Andrea K. Show and all of her many listeners across the lands a very Merry Christmas. Ho, 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 ho. Now, there's still a couple of days before actual Christmas, and if you want to get your presents, and yes, I'm talking to you too, Andrea, make sure you're very nice. Ho, 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 ho. You know, I tend to be yeah. naughty skins. <laughs> potato claws thank you potato claws now stay tuned we got more Andrea K show coming up Renee Baker is going to be here defeating Scrooge be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K spelled K-A-Y-E Hi, this is Andrea Kay. On behalf of Move America Forward, this Christmas, we've teamed up to send care packages to our military serving overseas who miss their loved ones, some of whom will receive no care packs at all unless we send them today. I had a young soldier, a couple of deployments while I was in Iraq. His family just couldn't send him something. My wife would call up places like Move America Forward and send care packages on their behalf because... They didn't have that family member who could afford it or knew how to send it. Won't you call in? Won't you help out or give online? Care packs are ready to go to our armed forces overseas. Call in, dictate a greeting, and the number of care packs you would like to send. Your gift of $100 sends four care packs to a serviceman or woman who won't be with their family this Christmas. And each $100 donation will send you a $20 gift card to Richard Walker's Pancake House. Go to the phone right now and help out. 855, the number 7, and the word troops. 855-787-6677. That's 855, the number 7, and the word troops. Or you can give online at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Call 855, the number 7, troops. So receiving a care package, receiving a letter from home or even from uh, another state stating that they miss us and they love us and they can't wait for us to be home with our families is so impactful, such a humbling experience, and it also lets us know that we're not just over there. That's 855, the number 7, and the word troops. Or give online at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. 
Call 8557-TROOPS, 8557-TROOPS. That's 855-787-6677. While supplies last, each $100 donation earns a $20 gift certificate from Richard Walker's Pancake House with two locations, La Jolla and downtown San Diego. Call 8557-TROOPS or give online at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The Answer. Got an email last night from a lady in Florida who doubted my sincerity about Relief Factor until she tried it. She tried Relief Factor. In her case, it took her almost three weeks, and she woke up pain-free. Relief Factor was the answer she's been looking for. This makes the, the my 60 seconds uh, to tell you about Relief Factor some of the happiest times of my day because I know people are going to get the relief that they've been craving. You can get all the pain relief benefits of Relief Factor without the negative side effects of ibuprofen or prescription drugs. Physicians created Relief Factor as a crucial way to support the body's fights against aches and pains. So no matter your age, maybe you're just too sore after a great workout at the gym, or if you're like me and you're of a certain age and you want to start dealing with the aches and pains of life, give Relief Factor a try. The three-week quick start is $19.95. Try it for three weeks. It's $19.95. Decide if it's for you or not. ReliefFactor.com. ReliefFactor.com or call 800-500-8384. 800-500-8384. Relief Factor. FM 96.1. AM 1170. The answer. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. You know what I've also never been called? A good singer. I've always wanted to be a singer. I mean, it's just, that's, that's my dream. You know, in my head, though, when I'm singing, I think I sound really good. But when, but when I actually try to sing for people, they're like, no. Not really, not so much. Um, But I love, love, love music, and I love Christmas carols, and I'm super excited to have joining me now Renee Baker. She's a professional. She's a pro at it. Singer, actor, speaker. She even uh, helps coach people for acting auditions. And she's the founder and director of I Smile in New York, and they are a production company of uh, carolers. They go by the name like Yaltide Carolers and Courier and Ives Carolers. And I actually went to a party last night and saw some carolers coming down the street, and it just made me so happy and she actually has written a book called defeating scrooge how to harness the power of christmas carols to revive your spirit any time of the year you don't even have to wait until christmas so i'm super excited to have her with me now hi renee welcome to the andrea k show hi andrea thanks for having me on it's a pleasure okay so um what gave you the idea to write a book about christmas carols inspiring you and defeating scrooge all year long uh, well, I'll tell you, you know, I, I've been the founder and director of this company, Broadway Holiday Carolers, for this is our 22nd year now. Oh, wow. and, and my carolers call me Mrs. Christmas and Carol Boss, and they think I've got the corner on the market of Christmas spirit, and maybe I do. But one year it was missing, and it was just so painful. And I, oh. at, at the end of the season, I was sweeping up the needles to my pine tree that, that I'd just taken out to the, uh, to the curb, and I just had to ask myself what happened, and I traced my steps back and figured out what happened, but then I had to say, what can I do to proactively get it back and never have to do without my holiday spirit again during December, because it was just really painful. Mm-hmm. And so... Real quickly, my answer to that was to put myself on a journey through the carols. I gave myself a goal to study a carol a week, Hmm. starting in January, uh, for a year. 
And uh, I tell you, right away, it started working the very first day because I was making all these amazing discoveries that made me feel like the kid in the classroom raising your hand like, oh, pick me, I know this, I know this. <laughs> it was so it, was, it, it worked, and I was delighted, and I, I've been doing that for a few years, and I finally said, you know what, this really works. I've got to share this with people. Well, what, what's your favorite carol? Which, what carol moves you the most? Oh, uh, Good King Wenceslas is my all-time favorite, and the close second is I Heard the Bells on Christmas Day. What's your favorite? Uh, Away in a Manger. (laughs) Oh, I know. It's so sweet, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And to me, I'm going to get choked up. See, it really, because it's the reason for the season, and it's really about him, and it connects me to the whole point. And that's oh, one yeah. of the reasons why, why I love it because, you know, we, we, we can get caught up and I'm myself in shopping or this or that. Um, mm-hmm. but, but it's, it's, it takes me right back to really what it's about. There mm-hmm. has been many people have said that because it's about Jesus and in religious, it, it, in a religion that there's a move, a, a war on Christmas. Have you experienced that as you're going around doing caroling? Cause Actually, you're doing this in New York city. What are your thoughts on the war on Christmas? Right. Okay, yeah. Um, Well, in New York City, of course, it's one of the most diverse cities in the world. And my caroling group, there's about 30 of us every year from the Broadway community, we reflect the city. It's a diverse group of carolers. They're they're Broadway trained. They're from the musical theater schools. Um, But, you know, of course, we've got Christian carolers, but we also have Jewish carolers, Buddhist carolers, at least one atheist caroler. And the thing is, we all recognize this palpable spirit of the season, and we treasure it. We hold ourselves accountable to the, the, the hallmarks of Christmas spirit, and, and, and we love it. And we, we feel like when we're out caroling, we are actually spreading that. And here in New York City, we have a very diverse group of people that live here or are traveling from other countries. And I'll tell you, we bring them all together to carol with us. With We've got Christian carols, and we've got people who are not Christians singing those carols. We also have a whole Hanukkah section, and we've got non-holiday-specific music. You know, I just gave a TEDx talk about, Ooh. it's called, Can Carols... Lead, can caroling lead to world peace? And that should come out in January on the, on the channel. But the thing is, it's been proven that singing together um, in a group mm-hmm. creates peace. It's a peace-building tool. So we, we have people give us all sorts of different holiday greetings, and we give all sorts of holiday greetings. I mean, people can wish me a happy Tuesday, and I'm like, <laughs> thank you, that's nice. Right. You know, but I, we, we are not experiencing the war on Christmas that I do hear people mention. I, you know, I haven't mentioned, heard it mentioned this month until today. Huh. So I, I, I was nice. hoping that maybe that would sort of calm down a little bit. Well, good. Well, and I think clearly your approach would, would help with that when you've got, mm-hmm. it's, it's not, you know, you've got, you know, secular songs and Hanukkah songs mm-hmm. built in. And, and there is just something about like last night when the procession came down the street outside mm-hmm. the, the party I was at, when you just hear music, you're so right about music touching mm-hmm. our souls. Right. You know, we, it's like we were wired uh, to to be affected by music, and that's one of the 100%. reasons why it just really is. Is I I have very specific hymns that I want to hear when I go to church, you know. Right. Uh, and I'm not so big on the praise music, but it really that is a moment where you know you just feel you're just at peace uh, when right. you. There's a vibration mm-hmm. about it, and there's a, even more of a vibration when we make music and sing with other people. And there's also the sense memory aspect from you know our childhood memories of of how we felt during the season, you know, just all that wonderful uh, spirit and cheer. And there's just more love during mm-hmm. the season. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I would imagine that some nights you would go out that maybe you've had a hard day. Is it, is it tough when you're in a not great place emotionally to have to go out and sing these kind of songs? 
You know, surprisingly, no, it's not, because I can wake up in a bad mood. I can be in a bad mood, you know, driving to the event. But once you're there and you're singing this music with other people, you just you can't stay in a bad mood. It's just I have found it impossible in my experience. So I recommend to anybody, if you're in a bad mood, start to sing. It actually will lift you up. And especially if it's, there's certain songs, certain music has a higher vibration, you know, more inspirational, just more lofty. And and a lot of these carols are those. And so Mm -hmm. I I truly recommend, I mean, what I put myself on this studying the carols, that's a quiet, it's not like I'm saying go around singing (laughs) out in public carols all year long, but it's a quiet, introspective process where you're making these quiet discoveries at a time when you're not expecting anything of your Christmas spirit. You're not, I call them spirit triggers. And so that's what I really found was key to helping this work is starting it out at earlier in the year. Well, you have, you have a special um, gift offering to the listeners. Tell everybody about that before I have to let you go. Okay, good. Well, go to my website, www.ismileny, like New York, .com, and go to the Defeating Scrooge tab. And under there, you'll be able to download. There's a couple of things you can download, but the one that you might want right away is it's a carol book, and you can download it. You'll just it'll show you how to do it on the website and you'll download it and make as many copies as you want for whatever gathering you're having. It's the lyrics to, to several of these carols that I I studied, but it's got a historical fact at the beginning of it. So you can really introduce the carol. And then at the Uh, bottom of it, we are, we, the show is about to go go to a hard close, but everybody, I will make sure that that information is on the, is on my Facebook for everybody to download that. And thank you so much for being here, Renee Baker. Thank you. Pleasure. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. All right. Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week. Hero is Donald Trump. Stink of the Week. Are we done? Oh, Stink of the Week is uh, the Republicans that didn't step up for President Trump. Love you all. Have a very Merry Christmas. Thank you. Good night. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.